And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Tuesday, January 23rd, and we are here trying to help you make sense of whatever big decisions or small decisions lie ahead for your life and also, by the way, for your money. See how I did the money the second? The life is so much more important. And we really love hearing your stories. Each one of you, so cool. And I know you're kind of brave to come on with us and bear your soul. But remember, if you do this, if you come on the audio, you can always change your name. You can change your location. We don't care about that. We just want to hear what's on your mind. And we want to talk through how we might be able to help you out. Now, we is me and Mark Telercio, he is the executive producer. We're both certified financial planners, which means we we love a little bit of holistic, big picture stuff. So when you have a question, you'll see we, we answer, we ask a lot of nosy questions, not just because we are nosy. I'm nosy. Mark's not. But because we need to dig deep. So if you've got something that's going on, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and you'll just let us know if you would like to join us on the air while you're there. Don't forget to sign up for our new service. It's not even new. Sign up for our service, Jill on Money Live for $35. Yes, still $35. You will have access to quarterly live webinars and more video content that's a bonus. It's that paywall thing. Now, Mark, I was on the air this morning with my friends from a Rochester radio station and the anchor said, oh, I paid $35 and I went back and looked at all, watched all the stuff that you've done over the past year. It's amazing. She was so happy because she says I was doing it for the four webinars coming up, but I now I realize I got all the back catalog. That's great. So that's what you get. You get everything. Also, check out our new show on YouTube, Jill on Money, powered by The Compound. Everything lives on the jillonmoney.com website. Today, we are joined by Daisy, who's on the line from LA. Now, Daisy, I want to tell you something. I was talking to my friend Andrea the other day, and I said, how's the weather? She goes, you know, it's it's 70. 
I mean, I'm so jealous because it's freezing here. So um, I, you must be in a good mood because of that. Yes. Even though it's a little chilly to, to me by L.A. standards, <laughs> yes, I can appreciate our sunny weather, especially as I watch the news. Yeah, exactly right. So what brings you to us today, Daisy? All right. So every year, of course, we have uh, the opportunity to sign up for benefits. And so for me, I don't know if this is common for everyone else, but I'm a teacher and uh, there's a lot of fear, like the rationale for signing up for, let's say, supplemental insurance is fear based where it's, you know, a colleague had cancer and mm. they didn't have this cancer insurance, which perhaps would have made a big difference. Or I hear these terrible stories of how families then are not covered. So then for me, I just every year go through this battle of like, what should I sign up for? One year I signed up for everything. This year I only signed up for a couple of things, but I think it's really trying to understand the purpose of mm -hmm. those insurances. I totally understand what you mean because I, I'm going to tell you my own experience. And um, it's so funny because I, I always looked at this pretty clinically, right? Like, okay, most of these insurances are kind of a ripoff. We know that. Not straight up life insurance, you know, for term life insurance. It's usually very easy, right? I have a certain need for life insurance. I need that insurance for a certain period of time. Once that time is up, I don't need insurance anymore. But usually all those extra things where you pay up and it could be anything from that like cancer insurance, or it might be extra coverage for something like accidental death and dismemberment or something weird like that. Those are usually statistically ripoffs. And then you you hear the story. And of course, we're human beings. You have the colleague who had cancer, whose family gets wiped out from the treatment. And you're like, oh, no, I never want that to happen. So I think that what we want to try to do is be measured about this. And if the insurance cost is worth your peace of mind, even if it's kind of a ripoff, so what? Then maybe we can do it. So let's talk about what's going on in your life. So Daisy, you're a teacher. How old are you? I'm 47. Okay. And are you married? Are you single, partnered? Single. No kids? No kids. Okay. Do you support anyone in your life, a parent, a, a sibling, anything, any, anyone who's relying on you financially? Not yet, but I will. My parents didn't plan for retirement. Um, and although they have retired, they're using their savings, what they didn't mm -hmm. manage to save, but it, it won't last. And then uh -huh. I also have a sister who has a special needs child. And so um, she actually, along with her husband, they stay home to take care of my niece. And in the future, I would like yeah. to provide for them as well. Okay. That's so nice. Oh, very, that's great. Um, as a teacher, how much do you earn? So in California, <laughs> it's a high cost of living state. Uh, sure. No explanation. Okay, you can just cool. give me the number. Don't worry. One twenty-five. All right, everyone's like, oh, one hundred twenty-five thousand. Yeah. Okay, I know. I know. You're like, okay, calm down. Okay. <laughs> so, with that hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, do you make? Con I know you have a pension, but do you also make contributions to a retirement plan? Mm, not actively. Like I okay. opened one up, but I haven't contributed in a while. Okay. And tell me about the pension. What are the what's the nature of the pension like? What does it look like over time for you? 
Okay. So for me then, I guess my if I take an early retirement at 55. Mm, then, why are we doing that? Do you really want, are you, that's only like in eight years. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't want to teach anymore. I'd like to oh, explore brother. another career. <laughs> okay. At age 55. Yes. I'm, I'm going to now be quiet. <laughs> So I would receive a, a monthly amount of 3964 When you are able to claim Social Security, say at your full retirement age, which would be 67, do you know what your Social Security benefit will be? Uh, let's see here. I had it. I just wrote down the number for 62 and that was 854 I'm going to just guess. I'm going to say it's 67 It's more like uh, you said 854 Yeah. I think it probably could be, it'll probably be like 1200 at 67 is my guess. Yeah, I was going to say 13. Okay, let's say 13. I like your number better. 1300. Okay, so we have four grand at 55. I'm rounding up. 1300 at age 67. All right. Now, tell us about money that you've squirreled away right now. So what do you have in the bank? So in the bank, I have an eight-month emergency fund of 40000 So you spend five grand a month. Is that about right? Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. 40,000. Good. Keep going. What else you got? And so then I guess I do have a Roth. Mm -hmm. Um, Great. I have uh, 14,000 in that. And then in that additional 403B retirement Mm -hmm. account, um, I have, uh, I think it was like 24, 24,000 in that. All right. So we got your emergency reserve. We got your Roth. We got your 403B. Any investments? No, I don't have any. Not a problem. How about a house? Do you rent or do you own? I own. Tell us about the house. How much is it worth? I think it's right now perhaps four hundred or four fifty. And okay. then I have about one twenty five left. What's the mortgage interest rate? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I Thank think you. it was four point five. Okay. Did you buy it recently? No, I bought this in two thousand nine. And you decided you would just hang with it. You never refinanced. I looked into it, but it wasn't worth it for me. Like I never caught the lowest interest rate uh, at that time. All right. Including your your home, um, you know, so you've saved money. You've got equity in your home. If you were to retire at age 55, would you be willing to work for, you know, another 10 or 12 years doing something else? Yes, that's what I would like to do. Okay. So I don't know what you teach, but like, could I rely on you to maybe bring in what amount of money from age 55 to 67? Could you bring in 20, 30 grand? Are we talking about another full-time job or a part-time? No, full-time. And I want to launch like a new career for myself. Do we have any idea what that career would be? Um, my master's is in uh, instructional design. So like designing online courses or Ooh. also designing like uh, web applications. So that's, Oh, so you can make some money doing that, right? I, I'm trying to. It's just hard right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you have a full-time job, so it's yeah. <laughs> So over the next eight years, do you feel comfortable if I looked at these numbers to say, you know what, I will be able to make two or three grand a month? Oh, do you yes. feel like you could do you'll no problem. Like no you problem. can do that. Three grand a month I could make it work. Okay. So now are your parents nearby? Yes. They only live okay. about twenty minutes away. Okay. Is there any discussion about like how old are they? I don't know. Would they move in with you or like what do you think? Um, so dad is sixty seven, mom oh, is so young. <laughs> 
Oh, I forgot you're young. I hate you right now. All right. Dad is 67. Mom? Mom is 66. I have a condo, so it would be too small. I think okay. I'd have to like move into their place. They own their home? They're still paying their home. No, no. You know what I mean. They they are homeowners with a mortgage. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. How much is their house worth? I think it's about seven, seven fifty. Your parents' home is worth seven to seven fifty. Do you have any idea what the mortgage is that remains? Oh, I do. It's two fifty five. Do you know the interest rate? Oh, they they did a nice job with their interest tell rate. Tell me, tell me. I think it's like maybe three percent. Oh, great. Okay. So they're retired and how are they supporting themselves? They both claim social security. Is there a pension? What's going on for them? So my mom is still working full time. She'd like Mm -hmm. to retire in about six to nine months. And then my dad is collecting social security. You're just worried that they don't have a nest egg on which like they're spending money down right now. Mom retires that they're not going to just live on Social Security. They're going to blow through all their money. Is that your concern? Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And would it be weird for you to move in with them or would you be okay with that eventually? No, it's weird. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I feel the same way. Um it's it's tough. I mean, you, you okay. So let's so let's be clear-eyed about this. For today, let's first talk about you. So, the idea around all of this insurance that you are being offered. Here's what I can tell you. Right now, if you were to pass away, who is the beneficiary of your house and your bank account and your Roth and your 403B? Is it your sister? Um, So I have a trust that divides all of my assets between my mom, dad, sister, and brother equally. Really? Yeah. Why do you have a trust? Um, Again, it was just something that I don't know if there were scare tactics, but they're like, if you pass away, your home will go under probate. Your parents, you know, like you'll lose at home. So then I thought, okay. Oh, my God. You are really susceptible to this kind of marketing. (laughs) You probably didn't need a trust, but okay. So the Um, home, your home right now is in a trust? Is it the, Does the trust own the home or do you own the home? That's a very important distinction. It's in the trust. It is in the trust. Okay. All right. Listen, it's already done. You didn't need it, but whatever. So it's done. So you have a sister and a brother. Yes. But your brother, is he is he in a situation? Obviously, your sister, because she has a special needs kid, is not in a situation to help your parents. Is your brother? He has two young children. I imagine that then they'll have college costs. And I just... I, I I don't want you don't think that. so. Yeah. You're so nice. I'm it's like I'm the oldest first generation. Uh, yeah. You know, American. Yeah. You are. Yeah. Yes. Of course. You're like, oh, I owe everything. <laughs> I will give up my life. Take my house. Everybody. OK. You do not need to buy extra insurance. First of all, you're a teacher. So chances are you've got great health insurance. So the whole like cancer coverage and all that, you don't need that. But the real reason you don't need to purchase any extra insurance is that all of your assets are going to go to your family anyway. And there's plenty there. You know, you have uh, you have a couple hundred thousand dollars in the equity of your home. You've got some money in the bank and your Roth and your 403B. All of that is good. I mean, you make 125 grand a year. You spend five grand a month. Where's the extra money going? That's what I want to know. Okay. Yeah. So it took a while to develop that um, emergency fund. So for 
like the last two years, pretty much every month, it was 2000, 2000 into that emergency fund. The idea was to actually then um, have like rental property in Detroit, only because that's what I can kind of afford right now. Um, no. And so that is the goal at some no. point. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no rental property. So you have a, you have excess cash flow right now of two grand a month. Is that yes. what you have? Yeah. If you want, you could keep beefing up your bank account. It sounds like you're kind of a, a little bit of a nervous Nelly, but uh, you know it's unlikely <laughs> you're going to get. Doesn't it's, you're not going to get fired? But if you want to retire early from the school system and build up some equity, then maybe what you do is you put money in the Roth, and then that two grand. Do you feel comfortable with that forty thousand? Yes. So now we could start to open up a just a plain old investment account. Where's your Roth account? Where does that live? In Schwab. So you can just open up an investment account at Schwab, all right? And in that investment account, you can do like a very boring, like $1,000 a month into a broad-based U.S. index fund, stock market index fund, and a bond market index fund. Just like one and one, 1,000 and 1,000. And I would do that every single month as long as you can stand it and keep building that up because that's going to really help you. Um, when you look at your age 55 to 67, if there's some stumble, if you need to access money, you know, before your pension kicks in, before you're making this three grand a month, which is hopefully more, then you're just building up assets. And this can help your parents also. You can always have that money available to help your parents out, right? But it sounds like right now your parents are okay. It's just a question of like when they actually blow out of all their money. Do you have a relationship with them where you're really talking about your money and what's going on? Yes, I do. Okay, good. All right. So I think that that's the game plan. So the answer is you don't really need life insurance, but you do need to build up some other retirement, non-retirement assets that you could use to help them out. And look, at the end of the day, if maybe it's, let's just pretend, let's, let's roll forward. Let's say you're 55 years old. And you're like, okay, my parents cannot manage their house and we can't move them into a condo. You sell both and you buy something that the the three of you can live in. That's what you do. And you use the equity and no one has a mortgage. That is what I think you need to do. And you need to kind of drown out a lot of your doomsaying noise. (laughs) I'm that way also, by the way, I am. So I get it. But it's, you know, we still have to be smart about this. You don't spend a ton of money. The fact that you have your parents to worry about. So I think priority wise, just as you look at your, when you you tell us the story, obviously securing your parents is number one. And if you can do that and allow your sister and your brother to kind of live their lives, that's great. But once you get you're comfortable that your parents are taken care of, then maybe we would help with your sister's special needs child. But your parents have to be the priority. And other than that, I think you're um, you're in good shape. Thank you so much. I'm not as uh, nervous anymore. I'm nervous for you. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, let me carry your anxiety. If you are like Denise and you've got just a lot going on in your family and you need some help and you want some guidance, just give us a shout. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. While you're there, don't forget, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It comes out every single Friday. And you can see all of our content lives on the website. Don't forget, you can subscribe to this show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Do me a favor, lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 